Hey, what's happening, everybody? You're listening to a bonus episode of the Supermarcado Bros Video Game Music Podcast. Bonus Thursday episode. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music, usually once a week, but every once in a while, twice a week. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his bonus brother, Will Brueggemann. <laughs> the bonus Jonas. I am a bonus. I was an unexpected child. <laughs> I, uh, I I like to think of myself as a bonus I child. I got used to being the youngest for about eight good years. And, and then, then you um, had to put up with me for yeah, how many no, years is it now? No, it's been good guys so this is kind of a surprise unveiling i've been working on a little project a little kind of labor of love for the past couple months or so it's something it's that a game started called street fighter 2 <laughs> it's Some something of you may have heard of it. that started with conversation with will and myself on the podcast uh okay let's just talk about maybe the inception of this project the name of the project is street fighter 2 ultimate edition it's a new version of the original music to street so Fighter so it's a 2. new game it's no it's not so okay as you guys may have known if you're fans of the podcast we're of the opinion, I think a lot of people might agree with this, that, you know, the Street Fighter 2 music is so wonderful, and it's some of the most beloved in, in all of games, for sure. But as far as um, the sounds of the instruments, there's really not one definitive version that we like the way it sounds fully, you know? True. When we think about arcade, Super Nintendo, Genesis, they all have their own little weird issues. Right. So really, when I go back and want to listen to Street Fighter, there's always something about it that feels like I wish they would have done it differently. I agree. I mean, I always just sort of attributed it to the fact that there were so many different versions and so many different ports of this game. And depending on what you grew up with, that's what you have more nostalgia tied mm-hmm. to it. But when you really listen to all the versions objectively... Carl's correct. There isn't really a definitive version. The Genesis version is, is you know, close. very clean. Maybe the closest. And all the pitches are correct and the arrangements are nice. But to me, a lot of the instruments on the Super Nintendo feel more classic yeah, to Street and what's Fighter. Nice but about, there's all these intonation well, issues. Let's, and, before we talk about it, we're going to get into that. But basically, this is a project that I, I... It was kind of a daunting project. But what I did is I made a completely remixed, rearranged, remastered version of the original Street Fighter 2 music using a combination of the best of the arcade SNES and Genesis versions and I combined everything together to create what I think is the ultimate version of these tracks. It feels old school, it feels classic, but it also feels like better than you've ever heard these tracks. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, some of the tracks, the, the nice thing is uh, a lot of the Street Fighter 2 music um, is really implying kind of these ethnic instruments. Exactly. And that's where the Super Nintendo that's has its where strong it shines. suit yeah. because it has the ability to have those samples. And you don't get that in the other versions. So right. th- that's, I would say, the strength of the Super NES version, if we want to quickly kind of break down the different versions, is that you get the world, the real world instruments. And sometimes uh, on tracks such as Dalzim Stage, for example, it's very integral and and crucial to that piece of music, right? Um, The downside of the SNES version is a lot of intonation, a lot of pitch problems that make certain tracks sound almost unlistenable. Well, okay, so let's... So that sounds like it would be simple enough. You just pick and choose the different tracks from each piece, but the Mm -hmm. thing that was really tricky about this is each Street Fighter game has completely separate arrangements and mm-hmm. oftentimes different keys. the same theme yeah is in a different key so, so how did were, you go about there solving was a, that issue it was tough there were a lot of different techniques there were certain tracks where i had to listen to the melody by ear and sequence it by ear on a midi and use samples from for example the snes so i would be using the same samples but i would pitch correct it and then bring it into right. the genesis tempo and maybe the genesis key and basically do that, kind of re-emulate it. Or there were other times when I did the opposite, where I, you know, used uh, Genesis emulating plugin. So hopefully, you know, if uh, the job has been done correctly, you guys listening to this won't feel like it's something new. Mm-hmm. It'll be sort of your memory of what these tracks were always supposed to sound like. The thing that I think is interesting is, you know, calling this the Street Fighter Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. The reality is, I think everyone's still going to have their favorite oh, for version. Sure. I think this was just was sort of a kind goal of, a of creating of one um, that we feel like is consistent sure. from start to finish. I mean, finish. the last thing I'll say before we uh, play you guys these tracks is that um, for the most part, I tried to have as much of the arcade presence as possible. So, for example, all the drums on this album are... The, I ripped the arcade drums and then I did my own EQ and, and kind of mastering to those drum sounds to make them brighter and more pleasing. So look at the description of this episode, because while we're speaking, uh, this Street Fighter 2 Ultimate Edition is available for download yep. uh, completely free, not even through Bandcamp. There's it's just going to be a link a page with on our the zip site, file. Yep. So, all right, guys, let's play these tracks. The first track 
uh, that I did. There's 16 tracks total that I did from Street Fighter 2. It is the title theme, the opening cutscene, opening theme of Street Fighter 2. And we'll kind of, after we play, we'll kind of talk about what instruments I went with for this one. So let's take a listen to the title theme from Street Fighter 2 Ultimate Edition. guys just listened to the title theme from Street Fighter 2. This is the Ultimate Edition. And let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, the instruments that I chose for this one. So I would say the heart, the meat and potatoes that I went with for this was the Genesis version. Right. right? So Melody, some of the lead chords, instruments, bass. the chords, uh, bass were taken from the Genesis version. But basically all the individual channels were individually stemmed out so I could pan them full stereo panning which wasn't possible in the Genesis um, I was able to mix them in a way so that all the levels were exactly how I wanted them right. I also combined the arcade drums I had to completely resequence those so these are the drums uh, that are new and improved from the arcade version so one of the biggest problems with the Genesis version is the terrible sounding drums they're so compressed and distorted and just too loud I would say uh, so taking the drums from the arcade really helped this to come alive and also the stereo panning and the mixing right. was something that well, I then think also helped. the very first thing you heard the super NES Super Nintendo version because that little ostinato um, only existed yeah. on the Super Nintendo well, that's version such a of great, Street Fighter I'm II. so glad you brought that up. That was something I realized on working on this, and I loved that arpeggio. I wanted to include it, and that's an example of taking the best of all the versions and combining it together. Right. You know, because the the arrangement of the, the SNES is there's some of the arrangements are awesome, and there's definitely other examples where there's certain um, little elements that I will are say, only in there. And I know this is the first one we're doing, but this might be my favorite thing that you did on this um, Ultimate Edition because it's really subtle and. I I think a lot of people listening to it mm -hmm. would just think, oh, yeah, this is exactly how I remember sure. it in my mind. And what we're going to do later on is we're going to play a few quick little uh, montages so that you guys can hear the difference between all the original versions before we play. Because I think one some of, of you might tracks. be skeptical. You'd be like, what sounds different yeah. here? So we'll play so a couple natural. of those to get your bearings. All right. The next track uh, in the game would be the player select. So let's take a listen to ultimate version of player select. <laughs> player select so what you're hearing here uh, the main melody instrument is actually taken from the Super Nintendo which has a very lovely and nostalgic sound to it but you have the biting FM bass of the arcade the drums of the arcade so basically it's a combination of the arcade version mostly with the some instruments from the Super Nintendo and with stereo panning as well so that bass is from the Genesis? Or Arcade, actually. Arcade. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought it sounded different than my memory of mm -hmm. uh, the Genesis. You know what's so cool? This is another example. I don't think a lot of people would necessarily pick out which elements are from mm -hmm. which version. I think so, too. That's yeah. awesome that you were able to get the Super Nintendo melody. Thanks. Yeah, because that I was listening to all the versions, and that just felt so perfect and comfortable right. in that instrument, and just the kind of the little... It's kind of softer. You know, the Super NES doesn't have as much attack. Right. But something about that setting... It's it very kinda, mellow and to be warm. Mellow. Yeah, I, I, you know, I totally think that was a great choice. And one of the kind of things I wanted to do in this project was to have as much of the arcade sounds as possible because this was an arcade game. That was right. the original version. That was, in some ways, you know, what some people consider the definitive version. There actually was a soundtrack release a couple years ago called Definitive Version. It was just the arcade, you know, so... Um, what's funny to me, the arcade is like the least definitive version, mm -hmm. even though it was the one that came out first um i think that we've talked about this a lot where uh it's there's arcade games muddy. that come out first and the soundtrack doesn't even sound that impressive yeah, you i can't don't pick disagree out the melody and then you hear the nes version and it just sounds super classic but what i think is good about the arcade version is the fact that there are those really biting fm sounds i think that is something that 
there was definitely potential there, and they got so close on the Genesis. So, all right, guys, we're going to now move on to the first um, character theme. This is Guile's theme. And before we play this, to give you guys some bearings, if some of you don't quite remember, I'm going to play a quick little compare and contrast montage of the three uh, previous versions. So we have Super Nintendo, Arcade, and Genesis. Let's take a listen to these, and then we'll play the Ultimate Edition. Here we go. Alright guys, now let's play the ultimate edition of Guile's Theme. Guile's theme, let me walk you through what was done on this version. Um, maybe the easiest one I did on the album because 99% of it is taken just the Genesis tracks that were remixed and repanned and then the arcade drums. Now, the tricky thing about the drums is that basically I took the performance like the, the time stamps of the Genesis drum parts but I had to completely resequence that using the arcade samples. So it took some time. It was kind of a tedious process to get the same timing of all the hits to happen that the Genesis version had but it's with different arcade samples. So that was what happened with this track but really um, it did make a difference. You know, the bass I brought way up because it was a little too quiet, and I added some EQ to the low end to boost the low end of the bass. Um, and then the stereo panning really kind of helps for some of the twinkly colors in this. Well, but. What's, what's funny, um, when we listen, I'm glad we listened to that montage because it really just did show the clearly the best version of those three was the Genesis. Mm -hmm. It was the one that was in a different key, which I imagine makes it tricky yes. to do this kind of process. Yeah. But... Uh, the arcade version was super muddy harmonically. There, Isn't it crazy and both how muddy of them had this kind of out of tune drone yeah. instrument, and so it, it's funny uh, to me. The again, since I grew up playing the Super Nintendo version of these games, right. that always feels definitive to me. Even though it has its issues, those instruments are so classic to sure. me. But this is definitely. Um, it, I mean, it's kind of almost objectively the best. Yeah, and really, the whole goal of uh, Street Fighter II Ultimate Edition was to make something that sounds pleasing. Like, this is, you know, maybe technically, it sounds the best. Like, you can hear yeah. the melodies really clear. Everything's in tune. Everything is the right balance. That was really the goal It's almost this. the best way to just kind of understand the original intention mm -hmm. of the composition. And the reason what why... Yoko was going you know, for. You know, we both felt strongly that this was a good idea to do is because we love those melodies so much, and they're some of the best game melody so the fact that there wasn't a, a presentation that felt definitive for us you right. know obviously there's so many great remixes and it's not like I ever wanted to let's make a modern remix version because people have done that I wanted yeah. it to be authentic in old school but um, just in a way that's combining the best of what they did on all the all the different platforms yeah we keep finding ways here at the Supermercado Bros to explore minutiae and just <laughs> constantly work inward yeah. well let's move on to the next theme uh, this is Ken's theme let's take a listen
guys listening to Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2 Ultimate Edition. And this is what was done on this version. A combination of Genesis and Super Nintendo sounds. In the very opening, it was cool because you actually heard the SNES guitar, that classic sounding guitar, with the Genesis guitar, both of them combined. So one of my favorite things about the SNES Ken theme is the fact that you hear a real sounding guitar. But my least favorite thing is for some reason they added this other rhythmic thing just to that version. So there's all these weird it's attacks. probably just part of the actual guitar sample. It seemed to me when I when I dissected it, it was specific attacks that were happening. Huh. It was very strange. So I took that out and I resequenced with MIDI using that sample, the the normal version of that guitar sure. line. And then obviously you have some of the SNES brass, some of the Genesis brass again, uh, as well as the whole album here, you have the arcade drums. And really the stereo panning helped on this one because it's so nice you can finally hear that melody clear. You know, one of the problems with the Genesis version is that the delay is loud and everything's in the center, so it's just, you can't quite hear the melody clear enough. So I was happy to to make it so that you can clearly hear the melody. Well, and like all the tracks on this album, the arcade drums are what you went with. Yeah, absolutely, because to give it some cohesiveness, right? So, all right, let's move on. Um, This is a track that features uh, a nice combination of um, all the different versions. So something we didn't mention up top, but I think it's important to say right now is that uh you probably noticed this by now but we're not really talking so much about the music of street fighter 2 mm-hmm. we've played all these tracks and discussed them at length many times over the history of this podcast uh but i think it's important to mention that both of us are incredible oh, fans yeah. of yoko shimamura's that's why, work on that's this why i did this project yeah. yeah i mean so today that was our focus we wanted to unveil this project to you and to talk about maybe and why it was it's made something so specific i think a lot mm-hmm. of people might not understand the value if it's not sort of explained um, from track to track. Let's move on to Chun-Li's theme. listening to Chun-Li's theme and it should be said because we haven't said it so far that obviously this was composed by Yoko Shimomura the legend and there's actually one track only on uh, this album that was uh, Iso Abe composition so that's going to be later on but so far everything you've heard is composed by Yoko Shimomura Alright, so what I did with this one was I took the most important parts from the Super Nintendo, the flute melody and the harmonized kind of, what would you call that, kodo or marimba or something. So those two instruments are from the Super Nintendo, and I had to repitch those, uh, kind of adjust the intonation on those. The rest of it you're hearing is actually the arcade, so the arcade bass... Uh, obviously, the arcade uh, drums and percussion sounds fantastic. Thank yeah, you. the combination of that FN mix with those samples—it just this really does sound like the definitive. definitive. Uh, yeah, and you know edition. the reason why I wasn't—I um, didn't have a problem combining that is because when we think about a lot of arcade chips, they had both samples and right. FM. See, that's I think the most surprising thing to me is that when you combine Super Nintendo samples with FM instruments, it it, it doesn't sounds strange at all it sounds completely natural it sounds like you've heard mm-hmm. it a million times yeah that that might be my favorite one that we've Thank played you. so far because it again it just feels like isn't that the Chun-Li stage that I've always heard exactly but there's an added level of clarity you get all the character of the Super Nintendo timbre mm-hmm. but you get improved pitch accuracy and that also that more biting rhythm section absolutely I will say that some of these tracks as you guys may know are much subtler improvements you know like this one is I'm really happy with how it turned out but it's a subtle improvement like I think the other versions sound pretty fine you know there's not I would say really the the one track that made me want to do this project was Guile's theme. Guile's theme sounds terrible on the arcade. Uh, surprisingly bad on the Super Nintendo and, and pretty good on the Genesis, but not perfect. Whereas this one, across all of them, sounds 
pretty good. I'd say the Genesis is by far the weakest of, of Chun-Li's theme. Super Nintendo's probably the strongest, but mm-hmm. there's certain parts of it, like the bass and the drums, so for example, So honestly, don't the work. other cool thing about this project, if anything, even if it wasn't all these kind of reconstructions, it's essentially yeah. just going through track by track and giving you... The, whether the Genesis or Super Nintendo mm-hmm. version is best, even if it was just that, yeah. that would be helpful, mm-hmm. you know. But, but it's going one nice. step further by actually combining all the versions together. Because that way it's cohesive, because it still feels like it's one sounding album. Right. And, you know, uh, I will say that. Uh, the process of doing this, once again, you know, I ripped individual channels. So, for example, I have just the flute on its own, just the arcade bass on its own, and you're able to combine those two. And uh, the process of doing that is a very tedious thing. A lot of times you have to change the tempos, you have to stretch sure. things. So there's a lot of kind of crazy well, it's a, stuff so behind yeah, the it's scenes. So, it's a new mix, it's mm-hmm. remastered. All right, let's move on to maybe one of the most important themes of the game. This is reuse theme. Here we go. listening to reuse theme this one was an interesting mix so actually the heart of this one is arcade so because of that i was able to redo the arcade drum performance again i'm resequencing it with the improved sounding remixed samples but it's the same performance so that was a little bit easier you know the basses from the arcade a lot of those other instruments really the only thing that was from the snes is the melody which makes a huge difference. It's that brass instrument, right. which feels classic Capcom, and it's loud. You can hear the melody. And one of the problems I have with the arcade and the Genesis version is that you just can't hear the melody clear enough. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the arcade version, I am I know that the Super Nintendo doesn't, the Genesis might, but that kind of Latin sounding, like, that is something that, to me, I felt was like distinctly present on the arcade version exactly and it's kind of a cool line but it definitely distracted from the overall power of that melody and here it's nice it's very well, quiet in the mix and it just if, feels yeah part if we of want the... to talk about on a production standpoint one of the reasons that was distracting is because the arcade version had no stereo panning so that line is down the center and the melody is down the center and it gets in the way whereas now i was able to pan that little latin ostinato harmonized thing to the far corners and just so you guys know when he means panning he means uh you know when you're listening to something on headphones or a stereo mix with two speakers it essentially means when something is down the center it's equally as loud on the left as it is on the right and on a lot of old video game music there was no control for stereo panning the super nintendo had the ability to have unique yep. stereo panning with the genesis you could only have it down the center or hard left but and hard right with the right. special edition for some reason everything's down the center in that game really yeah which is another problem with it yeah so this when carl's talking about panning he means that that's the reason why he ripped all the tracks individually so not only could he adjust the volume but he could sort of space them out in the stereo field yeah Yeah, in a way that sounds more consistent uh with other music like this let's now move on to maybe one of my favorite uh tracks that i worked on i think this came out just really well and this is a nice combination uh really kind of a three-way split between all the different versions. I really love this theme, and I was happy how this turned out. This is Vega's theme. Here we go.
awesome piece of music. This is composed by Yoko Shinomura. It is Vega's theme from Street Fighter 2. This is the ultimate edition. So what we have here is we have uh, maybe the most important elements from the SNES version. The string melody, which I thought is so perfect. You know, this needs to be ethnic. You know, it needs to evoke that Spanish cliche, right? right. So having the string melody and having the trumpets in the intro was essential. What's funny, those But you have the Genesis bass, you know, arcade instruments here. What's cool to me is those trumpets really, um, they almost sound kind of like out of uh, Kirby game because uh-huh. of their, you know, short attack and everything, but they really give a clarity to that part that was never there in any version. Yeah, so this is true. definitely, I think, uh, the best version of this track Thank you. that exists. Uh, yeah, that was all resequenced. It, it just really shines a light on that this might be the best composition Don't you from think? the game. It's yeah. just so fantastic. It's able to capture that ethnic sound. It's able to have an incredible incredible i would say perfect melody mm-hmm. a chord sequence that's incredibly emotional and takes you on a journey and the other thing it has one of the simplest and most catchy intros of any yep. video game Just track chords. so that that's so that whole fantastic. thing is all resequenced so basically i was ripping the snes samples pitch correcting them and then sequencing them via MIDI uh, in order to to get in the right keys in order to rhythmically line up and everything. So that was a long process. But yeah, you know, that was something I I noticed is that I love the fact that they had those instruments on the Super Nintendo, but there was no clarity in the... There's a lot of pitch problems on on this track on the Super Nintendo. So so yeah, that was a really fun one to work on. And if I remember, yeah, the, the, the brass for the beginning felt like it was in a super low register. It was. They yeah, weren't, so the they weren't as short. Like these, uh, the samples that you're using, those brass samples, mm-hmm. are of short brass attacks. Exactly. Where in the Super Nintendo version, it was clearly a longer note. It was a longer sampled note that was just being played exactly. for a short amount of time, and it just sounded really kind of poor, in my opinion. Well, now we're going to play another compare and contrast before we move on to the next track. So the next track is Balrog's theme, and it's another one of my favorite pieces of music from the game. Uh, it's you know takes place in Las Vegas, and it's very kind of uh, exciting, and it's just kind of some of those maybe American cliches. Sure. Um, so we're going to play the, a quick little compare and contrast. Now, this, I think, has maybe four versions. It has the regular SNES version, the, the Super, because isn't there a Super Street Fighter version, too? So it has that version, uh, then Arcade and Genesis before we play uh, the Ultimate Edition. Here we go. So yeah, you know, Arcade and Genesis were getting close to it. There were good things about all the versions, but there's not one of them that was was kind of perfect. All of them had their own little problems. Uh, let's move on to the ultimate version of Balrog's theme. Ultimate edition of Balrog's theme, composed by Yoko Shimomura. And the last section you guys heard there, uh, I made an instrument switch to one of the instruments from the Super Street Fighter version, you know, SNES. Uh, so that was fun to have that. And the organ, you know, it was a good idea to have an organ instrument for the Genesis, but it just didn't sound super convincing. So this is actually an SNES organ playing the melody. And you have some of the SNES samples, a lot of the Genesis instruments was maybe the heart of, of this track. 
Yeah, and I heard what sounded to me like either arcade or SNES brass somewhere in there. Uh, SNES brass, cool. Yeah. yeah, and the bass was definitely a good choice. Again, for me, that SNES bass is so classic because mm-hmm. that's what I grew up with. So especially for the opening of this track, I kind of would prefer that just because, again, to me, that's what Balrog's theme is. Right. But I mean, clearly, so one when of the you choices, hear that version, all those pitch oh, issues yeah. are not... So many pitch issues. One of the choices I made early on was every single track is going to have FM bass, and every single track is going to have arcade drum samples. Right. So there's no there's no SNES bass in the whole album, and one of the reasons for that isn't because it never sounds good. It's because I wanted it to also feel like a cohesive album, and that right. was one of the ways I was able to do that. So... Yeah, that's such an awesome track, and uh, I was happy with how that one turned out. Now let's move on to Dalzine's theme. Now this is interesting because this one, uh, the SNES is definitely most of what you're hearing here, which isn't surprising because you really want those ethnic real-world instruments, you know, the sitars and things like that. Uh, So let's take a listen to uh, Dalzine's theme from Ultimate Edition. So this one is a fun mix here. You have a couple of the SNES instruments, uh, the flute and the the main lead instrument, which as I guess is supposed to be a sitar. Uh, You have the arcade drums and percussion, and the bass was either Genesis or arcade. I can't remember offhand. I think the difficult thing for me about this track is that it just feels very offensive. Uh, It's like one of the most stereotypical ones. Somehow, I mean, we talked about it in our cliche episode. Is very stereotypical, but the thing is, Japanese and Chinese folk music share a common scale. So the thing that it's kind of sending up is. I don't know, there's, and there's something really cool about that track. It has this added groove. My problem with Dalzim's theme is that it, it kind of just seems like it's mocking Indian music a little bit, and right. it gets one of the the fundamental pillars of that music wrong, which is that it never modulates, you know? I, I mean, the <laughs> biggest thing is that there aren't chord changes, but this track, essentially, there aren't chord changes. It just, it it's modulates. the same key melody change. that keeps key changing up a half step, and for people that are actually really into that music and are part of that whole tradition, that would be the most egregious thing to their ears, the idea of just like an abrupt modulation up a half step which has never ever happened all right let's move on to one of the tracks that we've never played before actually on the podcast that's one of the craziest things most of these tracks we've played before but we've never played Zangief's theme and that's the next piece of music this one was tough because none of the versions sound remotely good (laughs) right and that always kind of led me to think that i didn't really like the song that much this was one of the tracks i'm happy i did the project because i gave it gave me a newfound appreciation um it's definitely much more vibey and background oriented but i think it's a cool track just like the russians (laughs) it's a cool track it's just that there was never a version that kind of showcased it in the right way so this was one of the pieces that i got a little bit more appreciation from working on the album so let's take a listen to zangief's theme
guys are listening to Zangief's theme from Street Fighter 2 Ultimate Edition, which again is a brand new uh, labor of love that I've been working on for the past couple months, basically completely remixing, re-stemming, rearranging uh, the music of Street Fighter 2. Zangief's theme, it's a cool theme. Um, it doesn't sound particularly Russian to me, uh, but really the, the worst thing about this in the other versions was just the muddiness. The SNES had terrible intonation problems. I tried to fix a lot of it. This still isn't actually perfect. You know, there's still some imperfection happening pitch-wise, um, but I really did like that lead synth instrument, and I definitely wanted to include that. So one of the struggles was getting to include that in a way that doesn't have the pitch problems right. it's really hard to do yeah probably still not one of my more favorite uh tracks on the album uh but definitely you know you're doing street fighter 2 you gotta you gotta, you gotta have it. it yeah so all the character themes i i did uh there was a there was a few tracks i didn't bother doing um so there's not every possible piece of music that i did i didn't do the bonus stage i didn't do any of the two second like victory jingle or whatever and i didn't do most of the ending themes i did i only did one ending theme and the staff roll uh so let's move on to another um ethnic piece of music this is blanca's theme he he's obviously from brazil uh he's a green monster that has electricity like all brazilians of course so this one features i think the melody from the snes and maybe one other element from the snes and the rest of it from the Genesis. Uh, let's take a listen to Blanca's theme. my favorite elements of the Genesis version here of Blanca's theme is the PSG harmonized chord moment. So I kept that. Uh, obviously the flute from the Super Nintendo was, I thought, the best way to have the melody. It's the most clear, uh, direct kind of link into maybe some of the cultural connotations. I so really love this track. It's a I, cool track. This is, uh, yeah, I think Blanca's uh, theme is probably a bit underrated and I would not agree. focused on as much as you know guile. Ken Definitely, it was Aura. made me appreciate it more working on it. Right, oh, it's it's really fantastic. Um, you know what's funny is I I think a lot of the stereotypical of all the kind of ethnic stereotypes that come up in the in uh, the game. This one is probably the most tasteful and the least kind of yep. offensive because again the track I think is taken a little bit more seriously and it has a really pretty well composed melody it um, feels like a perfect balance because it's a little bit more oddball than something like Guile or Ken but it still has elements you know rhythm wise groove wise chord wise that feel Street Fighter-ish yeah. whereas the thing with Zangief and Dalzim is that nothing about it feels like kind of the Japanese video game tradition yeah just completely something different so alright now we're going to move on to another track that actually I don't think we've ever played on the podcast before E-Honda's theme uh, this one was an interesting one to work on let's take a listen to E-Honda's theme from Ultimate Edition Thank you. 
guys are listening to E Honda's theme. Um, yeah, this one was tough. Uh, this one, again, there's not really a definitive version that sounds good all the way through. Again, anytime I was able to capture the SNES uh, melody for any sort of real-world connotation, I did that. So did that with this one with the melody from the SNES. Drum samples were all arcade here, and this one is interesting because there's there's not the normal kind of backbeat percussion. It's all its own unique percussion samples here that right. are maybe more traditional. Um, yeah, this is uh, if I had to pick one of the weaker compositions of the game, I would say there's not totally. much to me that uh, is is that enjoyable about this. It's just it's definitely hitting the cliche and it, it's serviceable, but this is definitely one that was never one of my favorites. For some reason, I, I really like. Uh, e Honda's stage, um, but yeah, it, it could possibly just be nostalgia. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is definitely one where I I probably prefer the Super Nintendo versions more than the Genesis because I do think mm-hmm. some of those timbres and instruments all play a bigger role in the composition rather than just it being you know notes and rhythms. Sure, yeah, that's why I don't think there was almost any Genesis uh, elements in this one. All right, now we're gonna play. Um, this is the last uh, compare and contrast we'll do of the day because I think you guys get the get the picture here. So before we move on to Sagat's theme, we're gonna play a quick little compare and contrast. Uh, what's interesting? This is the only composition uh, character theme from the original game that's composed by Iso Abe. So this wasn't composed by Yoko Shimomura, and you can really tell it's a very progressive uh, kind of experimental piece of music but out of any piece in the game this was the piece that I got much more appreciation for working on this project I really like Sagat's theme I think it's really interesting and uh, it's a cool piece of music so let's take a listen to uh, this little medley of the original versions before we move on to the ultimate edition That arcade version is atrocious, and it made me always think the song was bad, but the song isn't bad. It's a cool song. Um, I had a good time with it, trying to bring it to life. This is Sagat's Theme, Ultimate Edition. You guys are listening to Sagat's theme, Ultimate Edition. This is a cool piece of music. That arpeggio instrument in the instrument in the intro, the bell instrument there, was only present on the Super Nintendo. So mm-hmm. that was an element that wasn't present on any of the other versions. So I definitely wanted to capture that. You know what I think this really this version shines a light on is all the kind of intricate meter rhythmic displacement yeah. stuff that yeah, this that track is really based on. It's cr- is crazy. It's really cool, and it, it definitely makes it Sagat to me feels like the penultimate boss because in every version of this game you always play him before, uh, before M. yeah before M. Bison and so this track kind of has uh, a different feel and I think it's it's fitting Sagat has always been I think one of the most toughest characters yeah. to beat in the game I love Sagat yeah all right guys now we're going to move on to really the boss theme here this is M. Bison's theme let's take a listen
You guys are listening to M. Bison's theme. This is from the Ultimate Edition. Uh, now, actually, the heart of this track was arcade. So a lot of the instruments you're hearing here are arcade. And the, the arcade version is one of the most pleasing um, things from the, that original arcade soundtrack. So the lead instrument here, the bass, um, obviously the drums uh, were all arcade. There were some elements, actually, from the Super Nintendo. Um, the Super Nintendo had the real bells, so that was cool to have the real bells in there as well. Um, yeah, so this is a really great theme, and I, one of the things I liked about the arcade version is having, it's kind of a more PSG-ish type right. of instrument, uh, and I thought that was very fitting for the Well, there's also, isn't there some Genesis chord stuff, or is that yeah, also arcade? there is Genesis chord stuff, too. Yeah. This is really, uh, I, I think this is a cool version, because I think uh, this kind of, I yeah. was associated with more of like a rock sound, but it's mm-hmm. cool that you still get more of those bell kind of timbres, because it's a part of the piece compositionally that always felt to me a little bit like it was coming out of nowhere, Sure, but to keep those same timbres yeah. makes it feel a little bit more consistent, and I'm not as familiar with the arcade soundtrack, so it's possible that that's sort of a remnant of that. Yep. I think it is. All right, guys, we're going to move on to... I did one ending theme. Uh, you know, there's so many different ending themes in the arcade version, at least. Every character has their own. Some of them are just silly. And, like, for example, the Ken one, it's like the that marriage theme. You know, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's like, I, I don't need to do that, right? So it's like, I didn't really waste my time doing some of the sillier, less serious ones. But this one is actually a really nice piece of music. It's ending Ryu, and that's, you know, Ryu's so kind of main So are you saying character. you have a problem with Mendelssohn? <laughs> I just didn't feel like it was the scope of this project. Let's take a listen to Ending Ryu Ultimate Edition. beautiful piece of music composed by Yoko Shimomura that was ending Ryu which is very faithful to the arcade edition um again remixed and repanned um to make sound a little bit more pleasing guys we had a great time uh sharing Street Fighter 2 Ultimate Edition with you we're gonna play out with the last track of the album which is the staff roll from the arcade version of Street Fighter uh 2 hopefully you guys enjoyed this I had a great time working on this it's good finally it's good to share this with everybody yeah absolutely uh and again we're we have links um for this album it's free to download Mm -hmm. it should be in the episode description and on our website if you guys are interested in adding this to your collection another thing we wanted to mention once again this monday is kind of an exciting day for us because uh carl marty and myself are all launching websites on Mm -hmm. that day so uh we we carl and i both have two original uh albums to kind of promote uh the simultaneous launch of uh, the three of these sites. So yeah, here's everything happening on Monday. A new episode on Okami, which a lot of people have been waiting for us to talk about that soundtrack. A new Will album called Axiom, which is awesome. A new album of mine called Back in Orbit, which, which is also awesome. I think it's pretty cool. I uh, mean, you were looking at me. I had to say something. <laughs> New website for myself, new website for Will, and Marty also has a new website. So a lot of exciting stuff in the Mercado Brothers world happening on Monday. So stay tuned for that. You guys will hear us talk about it on Twitter and Facebook. We're going to play you out with the staff roll theme. We'll be back with Monday on Okami. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And my name is Will Brueggemann. Have a great rest of your week and weekend, everybody. Peace out. (laughs) 